0: Welcome to Refactor Your Body. I'm your host, JC Hyatt, and today I'm joined by a very special guest that I've been following for a number of years. Um, he uh, has uh, done some great work, and, um, and his company has actually really helped me along in my career. So I'm really happy uh, to be joined today by Ryan Carson. It's awesome to be on the show. Thanks. Can't wait. Yeah. So can you tell us
1: a little about, uh, just for those who don't know you, a little bit about who you are and what you do? You bet, so I'm the founder and CEO of Treehouse, and Treehouse is an online school that teaches adults how to code and how to make apps. We really focus on uh, creating beginners. Uh, so if you are an advanced developer, uh, probably not for you, um, but we have over 80,000 enrolled students right now, and they're all trying to change their life. You know, We have uh, folks that are in high school, that want a job instead of, you know, going to an expensive college, or and we have all the way up to 72 year old folks, who Wow, uh, I it's so fun, I had a conversation with a guy named Steve, and he said, I'm not dead yet. You know, <laughs> I've got 10 years left in me, I want to work, you know, that's awesome. So he's teaching himself how to code, and he's going to get a job up in Seattle. And um, I just love what I do. It's I feel so lucky to be doing it every day.
0: Yeah. And it seems like you like, you're really serious about the, I mean, you have like this underlying why. I see you tweet about it all the time. Like you (laughs) like are really serious about uh, kind of reforming education.
1: Yeah, I, you know, um, the reason why I started Treehouse is is tremendously personal and uh, it's almost spiritual to me. So I I grew up in a uh, a fairly religious environment. Um, And what I learned is that it was very important to make the world better um, to serve other people to um, help people. Like That was the goal of mm-hmm. my life. And I'm not really religious now, but that belief is still my guiding principle. Um, and so when I think about my why, um, which drives me, uh, it's to create the future of education. So, so I can change as many lives as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, what happened was uh, I basically was lucky to go to college. My parents, you know, were were wealthy enough to send me to college and and uh, recommended that. And and this was in '96. Uh, and so at that time, the internet was kind of blowing up, and the only thing you could study in college that was related was computer science. Uh, hmm. So I was like, well, there's computer in the title, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna study that. And, you know, I, maybe that's the right thing to do. Uh, and I'm lucky cause my parents paid for my college. I didn't have student debt. Right. Um, but, and then I finished college and, and uh, four years later. And, uh, then I got my first job as a developer and it was just so weird because they were not related. My computer mm-hmm. science degree had nothing to do with what they were asking. Was me it practical? Yeah. yeah. And I just thought, well, that was weird. You know, I just went to school for four years and my parents dropped like 50 grand. Mm-hmm. What, what, what happened? Um, and I thought, oh, well, you know, and, uh, so I studied, you know, I learned C++ in college, um, learned, you know, really crazy things like UML and rational rows and, and, you know, deep architecture design. And then I got my job and they're like, Hey, yo, do you know PHP? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I, I guess I can figure it out. Um, and and that's, just been, that's been my experience ever since. Like, hey, yo, do you know this? I don't know. I can figure <laughs> it out, right? Yeah. And something seems broken about that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, why, why are the daily skills that I use not related to these deeper skills? And my fundamental belief is that we've gotten confused about what uh, coding is and what, where the jobs are. And we were told it was computer science, uh, but the reality, what we do is a highly skilled trade mm-hmm. so I think about it a lot like being a carpenter mm-hmm. um, you know it 's a it 's absolutely a skill, and you can become a a, a master crafts person mm-hmm. but you don 't go get a four year college degree to do that. It just doesn 't make any sense and it it 's even worse because what you and I do all the time or what I used to do, I, I don't code anymore because I send emails for a living now as a, <laughs> as, as a CEO. Um, but w- what we do is we learn new stuff every 18 months minimum, right? Mm-hmm. And so the whole model is broken. Um, and I'm not anti-college, I'm just pro-person. Yeah. Um, so that's why I started Treehouse. I was like, I want to build a better school. I want to make it affordable. I want to make it accessible. Um, I, I want people to literally be able to change their lives while they still take care of their kids, you know, while they still um, work the job that they're trying to get out of, you know, they can't pause their life and go to a boot camp or to college because normal people can't do that. Right. Uh, they need to go to an online, essentially night school. Um, so that's what we do. Uh, I love it. That's awesome, man.
0: And and obviously um, having a lot of success with that. I mean, if you currently have over 80,000 students and I know even more have probably come through over the years, um, myself being one of them. Woo, woo. Um, yeah. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's great. I remember, uh, my first job as a web developer five years ago, uh, at a marketing agency, I was, uh, <laughs> uh, they were asking me to do things that I had no idea how to do. And so I was hopping on Treehouse to to right. like, watch videos all day.
1: Yeah. Which is um, normal. Like, as we all know i mean anyone listening to the show probably is related to development or knows about it or wants to get into it um, that is the normal that's actually you know literally all you do is google things all day um, as a right. developer
0: so. <laughs> right yeah and uh, and and the teachers were great and and uh, and I, obviously you know obviously they're great cuz i've read some of your success stories on the blog and things like that and there's just some really amazing stuff on there yeah, it's um,
1: I can't believe this is my job, you know, cuz I I get to talk to people. Um, you know, uh one of our students was a nanny um because she came up through high school and she actually was able to try coding in high school. Mm-hmm. And her teachers told her, "Oh, if you want to do that, you have to become an engineer." And she was like, "I don't know, that doesn't sound very <laughs> exciting. I want to create things. I want to build things." What, what is what do you mean? And I said, "Oh, it's a bunch of math and you know, and, and science and stuff. And she didn't do it. And, um, and so she ended up trying to go to college, not finishing and um, defaulting back to being a nanny. And then, um, something reminded her of coding, uh, at some point and she's like, Oh yeah, I used to like, you know, something like coding. I wonder if I could learn it. She Googled around found Treehouse, house, you know, signed up to her $25 a month plan and taught herself. Um, and then we have a, a new program called a tech degree, mm-hmm. which is, is meant to be an online boot camp. The idea is hey, if you can't go to an in person boot camp, um, this is a better option. So she signed up for that and she didn't even finish it. She only got, I think, finished four out of the 12 projects. And then she was like, I don't know, get a job. Uh, so <laughs> she just started looking around and, and she found an entry level job as a, uh, almost like a QA tester. Mm-hmm. for a big company and she got in and her, you know, her hourly rate went from 12 bucks to 25 bucks an hour. So she yeah. doubled doubled her, her her salary and now uh she got hired as a full-time JavaScript developer. So now she makes, you know, even more money. So it literally changed her life. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah, and it, you know, she had to do the hard work um mm-hmm. and she had to put in the time, but I I'm so thankful I get to do something that allows people to change their life every day. It's great.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, I definitely, I definitely think everyone should go check out what Treehouse is doing. Um, and uh, we'll definitely put some links in the, in the show notes um, to the, the tech degree and maybe uh, y'all's blog. So people can read some of the stories. Appreciate it. Um, so kind of, you know, you know, obviously what, what we're trying to do here um, on this podcast is, Is talk to people who are in the developer industry who uh, who also are incorporating fitness into their daily lives. That's right. Um, Because we, you know, we want to um, to inspire people out there uh, and and also like educate people on the benefits that people who are already doing this. Here's here's a direct impact this is having on even their their work life, Um, and so. Uh, that's kind of why we're here. and uh, I remember, I think earlier this year, it may have been last year, actually. I can't remember. Um, I started seeing you tweet a lot about Spartan race, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, oh, cool. you know, and uh, and Thad and I actually did a Spartan race um, uh, this past July.
1: Oh nice. which which one? Sprint? super beast. We, we did
0: the competitive sprint in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, and it nice. was beautiful um I'm we're going for the trifecta next year whoop whoop. so we're gonna we're gonna go for it i'm um i'm hoping to actually kind of go on a uh more of like a road tour with um like a meetup tour with DevList and go oh, like nice. go like talk at meetups across the country but also run spartan races in those oh, cities
1: man. i'm i'm jealous of you right so <laughs> that's, that's
0: kind really of the, the hope of right my now dream. um but anyway yeah i remember seeing uh seeing that and uh thinking man uh, you know we should we should definitely talk to Ryan because uh, obviously you're a respected uh, guy in the industry you're creating a lot of developers um, you uh, have been a developer yourself and so um, who better to talk about you know, uh, some of these benefits that you know especially you, you seeing so many developers on on a daily basis most likely that work for you 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 can see these uh, benefits kind of playing out in people 's lives and so absolutely um, that 's why I reached out and i 'm really excited you 're here um, thanks so can you uh, i guess can we start at where you got exposed to fitness for the first time, like how did that come into your life? You bet so.
1: Um, I was blessed with being, um, kind of athletic, uh, you know, from the beginning. So I'm, you know, tall and kind of thin and like, and, and I have good, um, hand eye coordination. And so for the first, I would say like 16 years of my life, I just was good at sports because, um, you know, naturally I was good at that. So I played basketball and soccer and, and I excelled at all that and, um, I was wiry thin though. I mean, like too much. So I I got to be six foot four and I was like one forty. Um, wow. I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't put on weight. Yeah. Um, and I actually tried. And and it's funny how I love my dad dearly, but how hilariously misguided he was about um, about uh, you know eating good food. And he said you got to eat like a ton of chili, just and, <laughs> and 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 drink eggnog. You know and like. What? I went mean, into hilarious stuff, you know. So I was like chugging eggnog and, and eating chili till I threw up. And I mean, it was a disaster. And I didn't gain any weight. And, 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 and then I hit the wall where uh, if you don't, if you're not practicing, you're not going to make varsity, you know. And so my natural skill hit its limit. And uh, I started to not, you know, get on the varsity team, not be on the starting team. And that caused the general decline in my fitness um, where I just thought, oh, okay, I don't know if I want to put in the work to be on varsity. I'm not going to play in the NBA. You know, I don't know if I care about any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just ate all sorts of crap. You know, I love candy, you know, love carbs, all this kind of stuff. So basically slowly slid from, you know, six foot four, one forty, to by the end of college, I was like 200 pounds, 25, 30% body fat you know, just that slide mm-hmm. that your body does, right. Your, right. your metabolism catches up with you. And, and I was weak, you know, I had no muscle mass. I just, you know, um, was kind of, it, it's frustrating. And I, and I always thought, um, I would try to get into fitness, you know, so I'd like, okay, I know I need to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I would go hard, um, get sick of it and quit over and over again. Um, and I always had this perception. I don't like physical pain. Like I had this story in my mind, like, why would I ever run long distances? I hate, (laughs) I hate pain, you know, and I hate working out. It's just pain. Like, what's the point? Um, and so this narrative continued, um, all the way until I was 35. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, at this point I had, um, launched four companies treehouse is my fourth company. Um, one failed, sold two, and then treehouse. And, uh, and that's a whole nother podcast. Like that, that wasn't just, you know, easy by the way, it was all <laughs> right. failures and hardness and fun. Um, but i got to the point, I was like, I feel pretty good about things I'm accomplishing at work. Um, I, I'm totally in love with my wife. I've got amazing kids, but this fitness thing, man, it's like a monkey on my back you know, it's like my demon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and I just decided enough, like I've got to conquer this somehow. And I had one nice thing, um, physically, and it was a Breitling watch. Um, I had saved it money and bought it. And, and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell my watch, put the cash in an envelope, and I'm going to find a trainer who, spe- who specifically focuses on, um, transformation, like true kind of transformation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was living in Bath, England at the time and I found somebody, you know, uh, nothing special. It was just kind of a CrossFit type thing. Uh, And it was a three month program and I joined. And, um, you know, every time I would pay him, I would get out my envelope of cash and I would pull out the cash so that I would feel that pain. Mm -hmm. I would literally see like my cash going away from me. And, um, that kind of reminded me like, Hey, this session is going to suck, um, but I'm going to be paying for it. So I might as well get value out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of started there. But the first thing he said to me was, was like, what do you eat? And I said, Oh, well, you know, I wake up and I eat cereal. I have a OJ. Um, and then for lunch, I have a sandwich and some chips, um, you know, and then for lunch, I have pasta. And he's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you you have to change what you eat. I mean, it's not going to matter what we do here unless you eat right. So you got to totally change the way you eat. Um, so you're going to eat, you know, eggs in the morning with salad. Then you're going to have a salad with chicken at lunch. Um, then you're going to have, you know, uh, protein and a salad for dinner. And I was like, this sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> you know, I just thought, yeah, I hate this already. I hate it. You know, and I don't want to do this because I, I often eat for kind of emotional reasons. Um, and so I just thought you're gonna literally suck all the joy out of my life uh, immediately. But I thought, well, let's try it and see what happens. Um, and so I changed the way I ate, which was hard because I mean, you know, I, was, I was married. Um, I had to get my wife's kind of buy-in on this. Um, and she's, she's blessed with this just ridiculous body without having to really work hard at it. <laughs> and doesn't, she just w- likes eating healthy food. You know, mm-hmm. she doesn't even like candy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's not fair. But so she was kind of like, okay, I, I guess we'll do it. And within two weeks, I had dropped like 2% body fat. Like just by changing what I I, I wasn't even, I hadn't even started the program. Mm-hmm. And I thought, whoa, like this is crazy. Um, so that was kind of the beginning where I, I, and I realized I had an initial success, you know, immediately and that caused me to realize i could actually change um and i think that's one of the key takeaways i have from this whole journey is that you have to be able to see progress Mm -hmm. otherwise you do quit
0: Um, yeah it's just like trying to learn code or like you know getting that instant feedback um
1: yeah getting something something on
0: the page as quickly as possible is really important for most people
1: yeah and it's important that you see that something quickly um because especially your body And especially with coding where it's a long-term thing. I mean, it's going to take minimum three months to see any progress, really. Yeah.
0: And you're trying to establish more of a a lifestyle here, you know, just like you're establishing a career with coding, you're establishing a, you're not going to just go through a a three month transformation and then
1: abandon all of it, hopefully, you know? Right, right. Um, And so basically started this journey and, and the program he put me through in hindsight was, I think it was too intense. And I uh, actually hurt my shoulder um because uh we were doing just a lot of lifting and lifting's great, but um but you know if you don't know much, you hurt yourself pretty fast and
0: especially and, CrossFit.
1: Yeah, you, you know, can hurt and, yourself. And I'm sure you agree with this, like in general uh what you want to get to is a mentality of fitness that is lifetime. Like, hey, I'm gonna work out forever. And so, if this workout isn't the most amazing, intense thing ever, that doesn't really matter because you're gonna you're gonna work out again a couple days later. Like it's more about not quitting um, and not hurting yourself than it mm-hmm. is, you know, short term, you know, lifting heavy, you know, seeing gains type thing. So, went through that program, and um, I actually swung too far the other way. So after after three months, I was down. I was back. I was down to like one sixty.
0: Wow! So I lost
1: you're, you're six four. Yeah. Wow. So I swung way too far. It was like okay, that was way too intense, mm-hmm. um, and not, not actually not healthy. Um, and and you know, I, I think I got kind of obsessed with paleo, like, and really cutting out all the carbs and and it wasn't very fun. And I I, I would say although I was happy with transforming my body, I wasn't in a happier place. Mm-hmm. long-term I didn't just comment. like in terms of fulfillment yeah the balance wasn't right right so it was like okay I never um, I'm super disciplined but I, I don't feel like I have much joy and I'm too thin now and it's and I was start it, it just felt off mm-hmm. so so then um, then it was like okay uh, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try bulking up you know I want to get big um, and that was something about I think a story I had in my head and this is kind of personal, but you know, I was always called skinny when I was young and, and weak. And I, and I just said, I was like, I want to prove everybody wrong. Like I want to get jacked, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so ended up um, using a program from Jim's to panty. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's a great program. It's, but it's really for bodybuilding. To like, shortcut the size. Yeah. Shortcut to size. Nice. And, and, and it works. Um, yeah, you know, it does. <laughs> but, but, but it, you know, it's not actually what I, what I needed. Um, and Jim's a great guy, actually. I mean, I, I tweeted at him a bunch and he was really helpful and friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I ate, I started eating just a ton of food. I mean, you know, just, just eating like tons of eggs and, you know, just huge amounts of food. And I, I don't actually like eating a lot of food, so that was not very fun. And, you know, I always felt kind of full all the time and, it, it, again, it wasn't joyful. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't have the genetics to get big. Um, I mean, I, if I really, really, really work hard, I could get big. Um, but it's so hard for me that, you know, I wasn't even seeing the kind of gains that I had hoped for. Right. So I got back up to 200 pounds, you know, um, and I was pretty big, but I wasn't at all, you know, some sort of fitness model. Mm -hmm. And so went through that process and then I thought, this sucks. You know, I don't, I don't, this doesn't feel like a long-term sustainable solution. Um, and I I felt like quitting at that point. You know, this had been kind of a, like a three, four-year journey at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, you know, I'm really not finding joy with the way I eat. I'm not as big as I want to be. It's just... I'm not getting, I'm not winning and I'm not happy. So like, what is this thing? Um, and then my wife was like, I don't know. Why don't you train for something? Like, why do you have a goal? And she's, and I was like, yeah. And I had seen ads for Spartan races. Um, and I just thought that looks fun. You know, like, Yeah. you know, that looks mean. I like that, you know? Um, and so I was like, I think I'm going to try a Spartan. Um, and so I was not at all Spartan fit though. So I was muscly, but I wasn't healthy. When know? was this? So this was uh, about a year ago. Okay. Um, and, and so I, I thought, I don't know how to train for a Spartan race. And so I found their couch to sprint program. Yeah. And it's really straightforward. You know, you just kind of follow it in and then you're supposed to be ready to do a sprint. Um, I was going to do a super and I didn't actually know how bad that would be. <laughs> so, I had a, I had a, a a kind of a rude awakening when I did my super. But um, now, where was the super? It was in Monterey um, and it was June 3rd. Um, okay. It was really fun. But but so what I learned is, oh, I'm not actually fit. You know, I can't run around and like and run up you're not functional yeah and like what is the point then like (laughs) and if you're not uh, staying on a stage there is no point (laughs) no like literally there's no and you don't actually feel um more capable you know so you don't feel stronger you don't feel and and, you know i have no idea what the mix is on gender for deadlifts and what you want it to be you know Mm -hmm. hopefully it'd be 50 50. um but I imagine initially you're going to attract more men than women. And so I'll, I'll speak to men cause I'm a man. Sure. Um, you know, there's something definitely deep inside us that wants to be like capable, mm-hmm. you know, like I want to be strong, you know? And I, I don't know exactly what that's all about. Um, and I'm sure there's a million reasons. Um, but I, I decided, yeah, I want to actually be strong here, you know? I want to be able to carry logs and you know climb over things and I want to get muddy and dirty and, and not be afraid of that and um, so I started training for that and and uh, basically incorporated a lot of sprinting and running and hills and and um, and strength you know grip strength and and pull-ups and things like that mm-hmm. and uh, and then did my super and and it almost killed me. <laughs> So, and the reason why is I wasn't doing enough hill running. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
0: The hills were brutal in Asheville.
1: Yeah. They're just basically Spartan. The secret behind Spartan is it's it's a bunch of hill running. Mm -hmm. And if you don't do hills, you get killed. Um, And so my legs um, literally locked up um, with massive cramps at mile seven. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had to like finish the race, like straight legged, like kind of limping along. And, and then I, I, I failed five obstacles, you know, so I had to do 150 mm. burpees. I mean, it was, it was like hell, yeah. Um, but I finished mm-hmm. and, and it felt awesome. And it was I awesome. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. like, Oh my God, I just did that. And even though I wanted to die and I literally didn't think I could finish, I did finish. And this has been transformational in my life. Like, and I would tell anyone in any profession, you know, try to get functionally fit and accomplish something because it transforms the way your mind works. And you realize I can do these things. Yeah. Um, I literally booster. Yeah. Like I literally was, you know, I tried to do the tire flip and I, and I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, I have 30 burpees, which was way worse, you know? And I remember thinking, I don't know if I can do 30 burpees. Like I I literally, I don't know if I can do it, but I was like, I have to do it. You know, I, I can't stop. So I did it. And then I failed three more obstacles after that. Mm. And and literally by then I was like, I feel like I'm (laughs) going (laughs) to die. So the message I want your listeners to hear is not that I am a beast, you know, not that I, I finished easy, but, but because I finished it transformed my mind Yeah, um, and anybody can do that. You know, I'm spindly, I'm thin, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not huge and muscly. Um, it's the mental toughness that is transformational. Um, and so now it's just, it's working out is something totally different cause I realized this is all about me proving to myself that I can do these things. Um, and I almost, I almost don't care very much what my body fat percentage is now. Like I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get too bad. But it's about can I perform at a race? Like can I finish in a time that I feel good about? Mm-hmm. Um, and that strength of of uh, that mental strength and that grit, it bleeds into everything in my life. Um, and and it has. Been transformational. So, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, you know, should I get into fitness or should I, should I do this stuff? Why? Why should I care? Because something happens inside you when you do something that you didn't think you could do. That will change your life. Absolutely.
0: Everyone needs to go through. I think everyone needs to experience Um, adversity—not physical adversity, mental adversity, emotional Mm -hmm. adversity—because it makes us resilient. Makes us better. Um, so many yeah. people, I think, are afraid of of that kind of pain today.
1: Yeah. And I feel a little bit self-conscious about the fact I have to pay to go through adversity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I'm super privileged. Uh, I am very lucky. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in a home where my parents loved me, where they supported me. Um, they gave me technology early. They paid for my college. Like, I'm so fortunate, Right. Um, you know, I've started a company, I've started several, they've worked out. I have wife that loves me. I have kids that are healthy. I mean, I really am lucky. Um, but in, so in a weird way, I don't have adversity that makes me want to literally quit every, you know, something. Right. Um, so the Spartan was just a good way to force that upon myself. And then what I realized, oh, actually there's, there's literally instances every day where I want to quit. And knowing that I didn't quit, you know, this morning when I was going through hell uh, Mm -hmm. means that I don't need to quit. Um, Right now I've got 20 more emails to send. I'm just going to do it. Like, I don't want to do it, but I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Uh, And it's, it's fun. It's weird, but, but exciting. Yeah. And that's
0: awesome. Um, For those who don't know, a super Uh, Spartan has three different types of races and a super is uh, I think eight to ten miles. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I think mine
0: is like 8.2 or something. Cool. Yeah, uh, so you have a sprint, super, and beast and those are varying distances um, just for anyone who wasn't sure what that was. Um, So as far as your training, uh, how often are you training?
1: I train four times a week. Um, so I get up at 4 30 a.m. Um, I work on Treehouse from 4 30 to 5 45 a.m. I love mornings. Um, and that gives me a, a great jump on business development and, and really being proactive. And then I work out from 5 45 to 6 30. Um, and I used to go running in my neighborhood, but I, um, I live in a really flat neighborhood. Um, and so I wasn't, I couldn't figure out how to get the hill training in um, that I needed for Spartan. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, again, I'm lucky that I can afford this, but I decided to buy, um, the Nordic track incline trainer. Yeah. Um, so it goes up to 40% incline, which is just like brutal. Um, and so I do basically, uh, on like Monday, I'll do a ton of hill running, you know, just put it at a high incline and just cane it. And then jump off and do, you know, 10 squats and then more running and then 10 squats and more running. And, and I'll do, you know, 50 squats uh, with just a ton of, of hill running. And then mm-hmm. like on a Tuesday, I'll do hill running with pull-ups. So it's all about this kind of interval, you know, yeah. hill running plus something. Everything uh, pretty much body weight? Yep. Yeah, I pretty much cool. body weight now. I mean, uh, I have a nice set of rogue um, dumbbells that I throw around sometimes um Mm. so you know sometimes uh, i'll be carrying weight you know and i'll be walking up an incline um so this is but but this is a clear message i want people to hear you don't need any of this stuff either right you can literally just go outside and run around and climb things and and Mm -hmm. lift rocks and you'll get way healthier right yeah Um, yeah the so, point is that you're moving and you're doing something and lifting and being active and getting your heart rate up, so my target I've kind of figured out my target kind of working heart rate is like one sixty five mm-hmm. and that's kinda of like if I can be at one sixty five you know for forty five minutes to an hour, you know that's a yeah. good spot for me to be in yes, yeah. um and then you know, I'll bump up to like one eighty you know when I'm doing, you know carrying a bucket and I'm like I gotta get down to one sixty five you know. Um and then bucket
0: oh, carry okay. just gave me PTSD when oh, you said that
1: <laughs> the bucket carry it's a good <laughs> exercise so yeah go to home depot buy a $5 one uh, is it 5 gallon $5 gallon bucket fill with rocks and carry that around <laughs> <laughs> it sucks yeah. oh, right not to
0: mention up a hill like just carry it around on, on a flat surface
1: oh my god it's crazy uh, but it but this is the thing like gosh if you can carry heavy bucket you know, you can, you're, you're more healthy, right? So yeah, I'll do the bucket carry and up, you know, the incline. Um, And so I'll try to do, you know, something like at least 100 foot of elevation, you know, up and down on that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I'll take a Wednesday off. And then Thursday, I'll do um, something like um, a bunch of monkey bar stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I just have some a uh, Pull-up bar, you know, so I'll, I'll do a bunch of stuff on that and, and then a bunch of hill running and then Fridays I'm trying to do this thing where I basically do a Spartan sprint um, Sort of test so I I start working out earlier at say uh, Like five so I can have an hour and a half to work out and I'll try to mimic a Spartan sprint so I'll try to okay. do four miles total Of distance plus at least like 1200 to 1500 feet of elevation gain Um, and then I'll try to do 20 to 25 obstacles Um, and this is all in my basement so what I what I do do is like I I try to mimic stuff like okay I can't climb a wall down here but I'll do three pull-ups real quick because that's kind of a, a, bursty action that you would do to climb a wall mm-hmm. and then I'll do, you know, then I'll run for a quarter of a mile and then I'll throw in some elevation on that. Like, okay, put it up to 40% for a little bit. Okay. And then I'll do 10 box jumps and then I'll do uh, 10 squats and then I'll do, you know, 10 pull-ups and I'll do, you know, 30 burpees and then just try to mimic that, that <laughs> shifting kind of experience you have on a sprint. Um, do you ever feel like you want to die? Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, but the, you're doing it right. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, and this is the weird thing about fitness is that, you know, when you're, when you're in the hurt locker kind of part of the workout where it's yeah. like, wow, this sucks. Um, you, that does happen, but then you come out of that, you know, and then obviously you feel great. Yeah. And so I kind of learned, okay, I just got to get the hurt lockers come in, you know, and, and it, but it won't last. Mm -hmm. And I know I can, I know I can do it. So, um, this is the power of finishing something. Like I know if I did a super, give me a break. Like I can, I can do a sprint. Yeah. Um, and even though it sucks and I hate it when it's happening, when it's over, I'm like, Whoa, I feel strong. (laughs) You know, I feel good. So,
0: um, have you always worked out in the morning?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely just a work morning workout guy. I think it takes so much energy, um, mental energy Mm -hmm. that, I, I don't have the strength at the end of the day to do it. Okay, I just find that my work at in Treehouse is so intense.
0: You found that you're but you have good output even that early.
1: I have really good output. Yeah, awesome. Um, but I don't know. You know, part is when I was a kid, my dad woke me up early. And I think he kind of trained me on that or something. Yeah. So I would get up at like five every day, and we would do like a Bible study mm-hmm. um, for half an hour. And so I've kind of learned to love that dark early morning
0: yeah thing sounds like your dad was a good man because that's a really good discipline like to bless your child with like getting up early like there's great yeah early risers i think are well i don't know i don't know if i don't think i have any data (laughs) to justify this claim but i think early risers like contribute more to society
1: (laughs) well yeah i mean there's there's just a reality to work i mean so there's only so many hours so Mm-hmm. if you put in the work later, that's great, but that, that, that has unfortunate implications. Like I have to take away from my family time really right. to work later. Mm-hmm. So, th- so I find that I can get in, you know, if I wake up at four 30, I can get in a lot of work mm-hmm. and then, and miss zero family time. So I go, after I work out, I carry up, you know, two coffees up to our bedroom. I wake up my wife and we have coffee in bed for half an hour. Um, and we've always done that. And then I have you know, breakfast with my kids and and my family, and then I go to work. So you got to put in the work somewhere, right? Whether it's early or late. Um, And uh, when
0: it's early, you can, you can get it out of the way when no one else is awake, when your family's not awake, you know? Yeah. So you can spend time with them.
1: Yeah. So that, that, that seems to be working for me.
0: Nice. Yeah. I've, uh, I, I think early risers contribute more. Uh, and I'll also say that (laughs) I'm, an aspiring early riser so i'm not saying that i'm better than anyone i'm like uh, i think half the week i have managed to get up between four and six um and the other half of the week i might sleep till seven or eight got it but um but i my ideal is to to get up early um but my wife and i also love staying up late so yeah it's kind of
1: yeah (laughs) I mean, and that's the hard thing. Like if you're in a relationship, you you have to, you have a contract there and, you know, you can't sacrifice. I mean, if, yeah, if you like to stay up late, that's not really fair to him or her. If, you know, you say, well, I want to wake up early, so I'm going to spend less time with you. Um, That's a challenge. I mean, like I, um, to get up at 4.30, I need to go to bed at like 9.30 latest. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to be like, okay, we got to go to bed, you know? Yeah. or hanging out and having a good time so
0: yeah especially like if my wife doesn't my wife is not an early riser at all and never has been she was homeschooled her entire life never went to public school and so like she could just kind of get up whenever and uh and she doesn't work like in the mornings like she works in the afternoons and so she uh, doesn't have a need to get up right um so it's like she she is completely like she's not incentivized at all to wake up early so uh
1: (laughs) Well, maybe yeah. you should switch the tonights then, I mean you know, it doesn't really matter when you put the work in as long as you put the work in.
0: yeah, yeah, well, that's kind of where how I land on like half and half, where half the week I manage to you know maybe she has something going on in the morning or something, and we can manage to go to bed a little earlier and then I can get up earlier yeah. um but uh but yeah, it's um i I love get up in the mornings, but then I also would not want to work out in the morning, like i just i'm not I'm not feeling it in the morning. Um, I I usually go every day about three o'clock and then, um, after that I go to jujitsu. Um, and so like three to three to seven at most days is like my fitness time.
1: Oh, wow. That's interesting. I, I've actually heard that's, that makes a lot of sense physiologically. Um, Mm -hmm. Kevin Rose had a guy in his podcast and I can't remember his name, but he, uh, he's big in OCR and big at like fitness hacking and he works Mm -hmm. out, I think at three.
0: Yeah, I've heard that you have you just have like ten or fifteen percent less output in the morning than you would have later in the day.
1: Yeah, it's something about testosterone um, peaks at a certain time. Yeah, if you're you know. Um, uh, so anyway, because
0: you wake up when you wake up, you're in a catabolic state, and so like your body's freaking out for energy, um, and your testosterone is most likely not at a, at a peak level. Um, yeah. I think that's why most people. I think uh, men's testosterone kind of the first peak is somewhere between like nine and ten thirty in the morning. And it's probably like after you've already had breakfast, got out of your catabolic state and like started the day. Um, But anyway, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's pretty fascinating stuff, but um, uh, let's see. Uh, Oh yeah. So um, I also wanted to see what your, what is your favorite lift? I I know you you said you don't do much, like, I guess, like uh, compound movements necessarily. You're doing more uh, body weight stuff, but if you had to pick a lift, uh, is there a favorite? Uh, squats squats nice yeah
1: i still do squats um i don't lift i don't do heavy you know Mm um uh but i just yeah squats are so good and i you know before i did squats i realized i had just terrible hip um you know movement like yeah flexibility and i was like whoa this is not good Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, i love squats they're just great aren't they
0: yeah yeah they are and um I remember when I first started, I could barely get to parallel and now, yeah, now I can go like full ass to grass. I can just sit there with it, you know, (laughs) I just sit there with, with the weight for 10 seconds before I come back up. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, um, also from sitting so much, you know, a lot of us developers develop like an interior pelvic tilt and, um, I think squats along with, uh, things like glute bridges and stuff, I think can, um. You know, anything to strengthen that posterior chain and get your, you know, get your core uh, stronger and uh, help you like help your posture and stuff. I think all that kind of helps that uh, pelvic tilt.
1: Yeah, I. This is what I love about functional fitness, though, is that, um, you know, because I'm having to move and carry, and you know, and do everything from a bear crawl to a pull up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it really, it kind of. As long as, you know, I'm focusing on squeezing my core and, and doing things correctly, it's like, wow, you know, I'm getting a lot of that um, natural strength that way, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of why I've gone that way. Um, you know, my, my lift that I hate it and I'll never do again is bench. Really? Yeah. I just, you know, I just hurt myself too much, you mm-hmm. know, just, and I got shoulders,
0: upset.
1: shoulders. Yeah. And gotcha. I got bad um, bursitis, you know, and mm-hmm. I just... And it's because, you know, you want to lift heavy. You want to be bigger. You want to, there's too many temptations.
0: Did you have a trainer watching you or?
1: Not really, no. you know, and this is part of the problem. Like, I'm sure if I had a trainer and, and I, I could have done it right, but mm-hmm. I think that there's a lot of ego um, in the gym and it's, and it causes a lot of injury, you know, and, and if somehow we can get away from that. Um, yeah. You know, so I don't do, I don't do any bench now. You know, I just do a ton of burpees which means i do a ton of push-ups you know and yeah (laughs) and uh and that's good enough for me i'm not going to have a huge chiseled you know chest but it's like i don't care Um, yeah
0: well yeah it's all it's all relative to like what you want you know what your goals are um yeah just like you know kind of earlier when you were talking about how you know for you uh or and you know you were saying that you think that people um uh it's just kind of impractical or unnecessary to kind of go for like huge gains and short amounts of time and stuff. And, and I think like for the, for the average person, like I absolutely agree. And, the, but then there's also like, you know, people who just really enjoy getting in there and, and uh, really just tearing up their muscles, you know, yeah. um, for no reason other than they just <laughs> love it. You know, yeah. I love doing that. Um, I don't probably not still on a bodybuilder level. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what the best kind of training for like, I still don't really understand what I want. I know that I don't yeah. want to, I want, I know I want to extend my life, feel good. Um, but as far as like, you know, physical goals, I'm like, mm. right now I have a bodybuilding competition or uh, Spartan trifecta, uh, on the table for next year, but then I also just started jujitsu a couple months ago. And so like, I might just go all in with that. Right. If I go on all of it with that, like, there's no way I'm going to be a bodybuilder because right. I just, you just can't put on the size um, no. with all they're that different. cardio. They're,
1: yeah. They're very different goals. So you're right. You have to pick what you want the outcome to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think maybe if I had the, the genetics to be a bodybuilder, I would have done it. Yeah. It's fun and interesting, but I just admit I don't. Yeah. So, uh, and then I realized, Oh, I actually like functional fitness better anyway. Yeah. Um, so
0: it's been, it's better for long term. I mean, a lot of these even pro bodybuilders like they um i know a guy who was a bodybuilder for the past 20 years his you know one leg is like bigger around than my waist um and he just retired and now he's trying to lose 100 pounds so he can actually do things like a spartan race or go running with his kids or whatever without tearing something um and so he's only down like 20 pounds and it's been like six months he's having a really hard time losing that muscle um that's crazy. Yeah, he runs his. Uh, his name is Ben Pikulski. He runs a podcast called The Muscle Expert Podcast. It's a great, great show. Um, but uh, he actually is going through like he's documenting that whole process of trying to transition into a functional life. Oh, um, and it's, it seems pretty difficult. So, wow. Um, so I, I know we're short on time here. Um, I guess uh, one thing uh, that I'd love to know is kind of have you noticed? I know. You, you you said you don't really code much anymore. Um, but do you, even just in your daily work life, like, I know you've spoken a little bit about how like, you know, you have a confidence boost and stuff like that. Are there any other noticeable benefits that you've gotten, um, from, uh, your fitness routines?
1: Yeah, I, I think, um, it's kind of fun to be able to, uh, to, Buy clothes and feel like you look great. <laughs> um, it sounds kind of silly, but uh, for the longest time, I just didn't feel confident about the way I looked. Mm-hmm. That sounds kind of dumb, but um, I, as soon as I made the switch, I'm like, actually, like, I, you know, I'm happy with my body. You know, mm-hmm. for the first time ever in my life. You know, when I was younger, I was super skinny and I was self conscious. When I got older, I felt kind of skinny fat. You know, mm-hmm. and so I finally felt good and strong, and that was a big, you know, confidence booster. So, and I, like I said, I'm not perfectly jacked. I don't, you know, I don't have super low body fat, but I feel confident. I feel good in my skin. Yeah. Um, and so as soon as I did that, I could buy clothes and feel like, oh, I look, I, I like how I look, you know, and it sounds kind of, it sounds sort of narcissistic, but it's not, I think it's very, uh, it's a, it, it's important to feel. Underneath
0: it all, like all, 99% of people are, uh, insanely insecure right. You know, and so we are. we're all tra- chasing things for better or worse. We're all chasing things to try to feel less insecure.
1: Right. And, and so as soon as I got, you know, my body to a place where I felt good about, it, I was like, Oh, cool. You know, I'm gonna go buy, you know, fitted shirts, and I'm gonna, you know, gonna wear a tie and a nice fitted jacket. And it's like, Oh, wow. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden, you're a small percentage of the population that, you know, makes an effort when it comes to how you dress. And, and makes an effort to you know your physique and then people start commenting on it and it it, it gives you more confidence and, mm-hmm. and i enjoy that so um i'm not wearing a, a suit or a tie today i normally do um but recently i decided to start wearing a, a tie and a jacket um just because i was like i want to look nice you know i don't want to wear t-shirts anymore yeah um, and so been doing that and fitness kind of enables all that but not none of that really matters. Like do how do I look compared to other people? It's just, do I feel good about the way I look and, mm-hmm. and my body? Like, you know, if I had the genetics where I was way bigger, you know, I wouldn't be thin. Um, and I would have a different look, but as long as I felt good about that, then, then that would be my goal. Um, so that's been really fun. Um, but on the coding side, I actually do code a little bit. It's kind of hilarious. I, um, the other day I was trying to automate something and I, and I taught myself Python on treehouse actually uh, a couple of years ago and I was like oh, I could use Python for this and so it was fun to go back and actually write some code and um, I had to google a lot of stuff I was like how do you, you know how do you do that again um, and so it's fun when you can use that skill uh, again you know in, in your life so
0: yeah nice yeah um. So uh, I have some rapid fire questions here just kind of as we wrap up. Um, So what can uh, our listeners do today to um, like, kind of easily transition into your style of training? Like say they're like, okay, Spartan Race. Yes, that sounds awesome. I'm on board. I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to run one next
1: year. What do they do? Do the couch uh, to sprint. It's a great, easy program to ease you into it. It's wonderful. Couch, to sprint. yeah,
0: I'll put a link to that in the show notes too.
1: Right. And it's free, and you can do it literally without any equipment.
0: Cool. Um, and, and do you have kind of any standard advice you give someone who's – they have no fitness experience, and they're trying to weigh, like, should I do this? Um, like, Or maybe there's some uncertainty about, like, can I actually change, like um, – what do you think they should start doing just to take that first step?
1: Uh, the first thing is just see it as a longer term mission. You know, mm-hmm. hey, this isn't going to happen super fast. So, I won't, so what is something simple and small I can do just to start? Um, mm-hmm. and, and then get do that simple small thing and then just add one more simple small thing. So it's a bunch of tiny steps and don't go too hard at first because you'll probably quit
0: what is your uh go-to song or artist that gets you most pumped for a workout Uh, man i love rage against the machine (laughs) nice love them (laughs) nice they're just great so
1: they're one of my faves
0: so uh every week uh we we have what's called a fit pick um which is something that recently improved your health your well-being uh or your maybe your your time um your efforts towards your uh, spartan race um do you have anything in mind, or I can go first if not?
1: um yeah, I just started doing uh more hill running um It's really shocking how hard it is, mm-hmm. and I think just doing simple hill running really is great for getting your heart rate up and building your overall fitness, so just started adding that in. that was really great for me.
0: How about you? yeah, I want to do some hill running really badly, um but I have to drive like pretty um i mean not far but at least 20 or 25 minutes to find some hills
1: yeah you could do stairs right
0: yes i could Somehow do stairs run up and down
1: stairs <laughs> yes
0: we do have a, a coliseum here i don't actually wonder if it's unlocked that would be awesome uh, to go in and just great. run it <laughs> that would be killer um yeah so uh, my fit pick this week is uh uh tennis um something that i am really bad at but uh it's it, it was nice to just kind of like someone invited me my wife's out of town this week someone invited me this week just to come play tennis with them um for a little bit and i i had played a little bit earlier this year and it was just nice to do something different like and maybe that maybe that's the pick is like just mix yes. it up a little bit you know like yes because you can even if you too much of anything you kind of can start getting uh, either physically adjusted to it like maybe you're starting to lose gains or you're um you're kind of You know, plateaued at uh, how much output you have during a race or something, and just you know, pick something different and just go. You know, go do something active that's kind of out of the norm for you. Absolutely, Um, great advice. Yeah, tennis. That was it. Was super fun, Um, and I -hmm. won a couple of like a couple of games. So that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, we were both really bad, but (laughs) (laughs) cool.
1: Um, So uh, any uh, shameless plugs. Uh please go to teamtreehouse.com. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, I obviously Treehouse is just uh, next to my family is my passion in life. And uh if, if you want to learn how to code or you know a friend who wants to learn how to code, we are the best at taking people from zero, you know, to job ready. So check us out.
0: Yeah, awesome. Um well, uh, I really appreciate you joining us today. And fun.
1: uh um where can people find you online? Uh, Real easy. Uh, I'm Ryan Carson on Twitter, Instagram, kind of everywhere. Um, so just Google Ryan Carson and you'll find me. I'm super active on Instagram and Twitter, uh, and I've been yeah. writing more on Medium too. So yeah, uh, please say hi if you're out there.
0: Cool, awesome. Well, uh, I think that's going to wrap us up. And uh, everyone, definitely go check out uh, what uh, they're doing over at Treehouse. And uh, and I, I do. I, I will second his shameless plug and say that they really do have some great content and some really, really good educators, especially for beginners. So uh, definitely go and uh, and tell your friends about that. And uh, I think that will uh, wrap us up today. All right, thanks a lot. It's been-